1: Terms and conditions apply.
2: You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports
1: Radio.
0: It's hour two on this Monday. Back in the home man cave after spending the week in Las Vegas. Coming up, Mad Dog Russo will join us. Also, Steve Young, the former Super Bowl MVP, will slice and dice what we saw last night. We were just watching during the commercial break. Chris Jones puts pressure on Brock Purdy. Purdy has Brandon Ayuk wide open. And this is overtime. They forget to block Chris Jones. There is an offensive tackle who is just kind of doing that pose that you do when you're kind of blocking you're waiting for somebody. People are rushing right behind him to get to Brock Purdy. And if he is able to stay focused there, he has IU. Because the defender slips, he's got a touchdown. Nobody blocks Chris Jones. Which is really hard to miss Chris Jones. It's really difficult. I mean, you almost have to go out of your way to not account for it. Or did you do this? Hey, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to block him. Oh, that's going to mess him up. He's not going to know what we're doing. And then they didn't block him. Yeah, see
3: I wonder if when you're an offensive lineman, right, and the ball is snapped and you go out into your defensive lineman stance thing yeah. and there's nobody near you. Yeah. Is that when you're like uh oh I think I just screwed up
0: <laughs> or does that happen more often and we just don't notice it? Because I don't know. That was Uh-oh. if you're looking at the biggest <laughs> plays last night, you know, the, the blocked extra point was big because that would have changed Kansas City's offensive approach. And it was in the fourth quarter. Not blocking Chris Jones, uh, that basically cost you a Super Bowl. You're scoring a touchdown. Yeah, Mark? D P. Chris Jones was right in front of him.
4: Yes. he was. It wasn't like it was, oh, they did a little swim move. They <laughs> yeah. did a little, you know. There's no stunt. There's no, no stunt. There's no nothing. He was right in front of him and charged straight ahead. And the guy was like, oh, you know what? Let me let me uh, block over here. Oh, no one's here? Right, he's over here getting killed. I can't imagine
0: when you're watching that game film. And you know it's coming. And all of a sudden, you know, if you're uh, Mike Shanahan or uh, Kyle Shanahan, you're going to go, oh, boy. All right. And do you stop it? Do you just, do you, do you, you know, go, like, back it up and go, let me play it again. And then let me play it again. Yes, Todd?
4: I don't want to name names, but it appears to be Colton McKivitz, number 68.
0: Mm-hmm. Offensive tackle, 49ers. Are we sure that it's him? Because you're calling him out.
4: Was it 60 or 68? It looked like 68 to me. No, no. No, no,
0: no. You can't do that. The
4: video we just saw in the uh, look looked like 68.
0: The whole McKibbin's family's listening. Yeah, probably. but you can't say it looks like. you got to find to make sure you're <laughs> Okay, what would be worse, that he let Chris Jones go right by him or that we're singling out the wrong guy? We can't, we can't compound a mistake with a mistake, Todd.
5: Yes, Paul. You mentioned watching film. This is a real question. So the players are gone. They go home, so they're not going to watch the Super Bowl. When you get back to training camp or whatever next year, if you're the head coach of the 49ers. he's back with the
0: team yeah. next year.
5: Would you show your team the yes. Super Bowl? You would to start the season? Oh, I think when you get to camp. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I wonder if that would be a bad tone or like you wash it away, you flush it. Or you say, like, we have to look at this because we were this close to watch winning the Super Bowl if we would made a block here or not let the ball hit our
0: the punt return here. No, oh, I think I, gotta, I, I got to show it. I mean, it's painful, but I think you want that painful memory that that should be there. You got a chip on your shoulder. I don't want to hear about the regular season. I don't care about Offensive Player of the Year. I don't care about any of that. We have to prove ourselves in the postseason, and that's what Kansas City did. They were wounded this year. They were not a great team. At times, they were good, maybe very good. And then they got to the postseason. I go back to that Raiders game. When, what was that, Christmas Day when the Raiders roughed them up? Andy Reid sent a text to Antonio Pierce when he got the job. He said, hey, congratulations. I want to thank you for roughing us up on Christmas Day. He was thanking him because that was the wake-up call that the Kansas City Chiefs needed. Which is pretty cool that Andy would do that and then credit him for, hey, you, you gave us a wake-up call. You beat the Dolphins, then you go on the road to beat Buffalo. You beat the Ravens. You were underdogs in those last two games. You're underdog in the Super Bowl. Mahomes doesn't have a 1,000-yard rusher, a 1,000-yard receiver. That defense led the way. That defense, which has been maligned in recent years, where we're like, well, Mahomes going to have to keep scoring because that defense is not great. The defense was great this year. I thought Mahomes and the offense... They were good this year. But I also credit him for patience. You had guys who were dropping the ball. Like, at some point he has to go, Travis, I'm going to you again, even if you're not open. Because he didn't have that, what other weapon do I have? And I like Rice, and I think he's got a chance to be a star. Hardman was with the Jets to start the year. (laughs) He goes from the Jets to winning the Super Bowl. Jeez. Congratulations, Kansas City Chiefs. We got a dynasty, that's for sure. And by the way, DraftKings sent me the odds of Super Bowl favorite next year. Odds to win the Super Bowl next year. The 49ers, then the Chiefs, the Ravens, Bills, and the Lions. So that's according to DraftKings. But right now, it's the Niners and Chiefs. And, you know, there's a recency bias here, but you're not sure who's going to be back with, you know, either one of these teams. Can, you know, Kansas City winning, that is a true dynasty here. And the goat in waiting Patrick Mahomes. Did we look at LeBron as the goat in waiting with Michael Jordan? Because he didn't win until he went to Miami. Now, Mike, it took him a while. You know, later in his career, what, 28 years of age, and then he finally won titles and then didn't stop, you know, winning titles. But I don't know if we anointed like Tiger Woods was the goat in waiting with Jack Nicholas. We we were waiting. It was a matter of time before he'd have more majors than Jack. I don't know if we anointed LeBron. It felt like LeBron anointed LeBron when you call yourself the king and the chosen one. Okay. And you're wearing number twenty three. But Mahomes is the goat in waiting. After this win, he is the goat in waiting. Yes, Mar
4: and I think because Brady and Mahomes' careers are so parallel because they have such success so early on, but I think it's because Brady was more of like a real game manager where it's like, hey, just don't lose this game, and it was led by the defense where Mahomes was winning MVP awards. Tom Brady wasn't winning MVP awards until he stopped winning Super Bowls, and then he became, way wait, wait, he won these early Super Bowls, but now he's the best quarterback in football, where I think it's combined with Mahomes where he's winning Super Bowls and he's the best quarterback in football.
0: I thought Mahomes was more Brady-like this year, that he was a game manager. He wasn't lighting up games. You know, They weren't a high-powered, explosive offense. It felt like he did have to manage almost every single series of downs where it's like, okay, what can I get here? And even last night, I mean, he did throw the pick. San Francisco didn't cash in. Almost like you're trying to get something happening, and you couldn't. And even there was no running game. And then Mahomes strategically picks his spots where he kills you when he's running. And you watch him running, and you go, he's, he's faster than you know you think. Or he just he seems to find a way to just hurt you, crush you, with those little things like that. But he's decisive. It's not like, I'm not sure. If it's like, uh, I'm going. And when he goes, he makes you pay. But uh, here's Patrick Mahomes on chasing the greats of all time. Are you also chasing the quarterback greats of this game? Because there's been so much discussion about now Mahomes in there with Brady. You've got to hear some of it. Yeah, I hear it. I mean, it's to me, it's always going to be tough because Brady beat me in the Super Bowl. That's one thing you always have in my head. But um, it gives me something to strive for every single day is chasing greatness. Um, and whenever I'm tired, I might not want to work out. I know that I have to do it in order to be in these moments like this. And so um, I know it's a long ways away. And it's not something that I'm like, I need to get seven Super Bowls right now. Um, but it does give me that added motivation to continue to be great every single day. <laughs> He's the first quarterback in Super Bowl history to have at least 200 passing yards and 50 rushing yards after halftime. Start of
6: the day. Start of 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 the day, start of the day.
0: Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Seton, what's the poll question for Hour 2? And if you could recap Hour 1, I would appreciate that. Yeah, we could do that for you, Dan. Uh,
3: Let's see. We've got, uh, for Hour 2, we have one that might get some people upset. Uh I'm not really sure. Uh But Hour 1, we had 49ers lost because the blocked extra point. I put Kyle Shanahan, Mm. Patrick Mahomes, Mm. or other Right now, uh, 44% of the audience have Patrick Mahomes as the reason the 49ers lost. Uh, basically tied is the blocked extra point in Kyle Shanahan. Okay. Not too much other voting in right okay. now. Okay. Now, for Hour 2, we have bigger risks taken last night. 49ers taking the ball to start overtime. Uh, Usher doing the halftime show on roller skates. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, I thought the halftime show was good, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, I kind of appreciated that it wasn't like, "Hey, I'm not going to do all this big, gigantic, fancy show." It's uh, me and me singing and dancing because that's why we're here—to see me sing
0: and dance. Yeah. All right, Usher, go ahead. I was fine with that. Yeah. Um, By By the way, I had an opportunity to go see you two in the Sphere in Las Vegas. Tough ticket. Friday night. It was going to cost me five hundred dollars. And I thought, you know what? I'd love seeing you 2 seeing them a couple of times. And then I started to think, I'm tired. I'm old and I'm tired. Mm. And then I decided I wasn't going to go see you 2 And then all of a sudden, I hear from the backroom guys. And they're like, hey, we got a hookup for Post Malone. And I go, "Uh, if I'm not going to go see you 2 I'm not going to go see Post Malone. They go, he's in the hotel performing. You only have to go up two floors, open bar, and he goes on stage at 8.15. Perfect. I'm like, check. Yeah. Check. <laughs> check. Very convenient. Okay. He didn't go on until, I think, close to nine, which was still okay. Didn't have to get up, you know, the next morning to do the show. Post Malone had his Troy Aikman jersey on. All the backroom guys, some of the Danettes. It, so we had a, a probably a... a Crowd of 15 with us, and it was a real small crowd, though. It was a private party, and they uh, allowed us. Fountain Blue said, come on in, gave us wristbands, open bar. Chad from Traeger was with his girlfriend. He knew every word to every Post Malone song. He was dancing. He was having. You remember that Otis Sistrunk video, NFL films, when he's on the sidelines and steam is coming off his head? Steam was coming off Chad's bald head. Indoors? Yeah. Wow. He was having the time of his life. <laughs> Marvin's in front of me and I'm <gasps> <laughs> I'm yelling at I'm yelling at Marvin. Ooh, DP was in DP form. Yes, I was. We had a great time. Post-balloon was wonderful. Although he said he wanted to save his voice. He was going to have an acoustical set. He's smoking heaters, I think, and drinking. And I'm going, I don't think he's protecting his voice here. But he did sound great. It was fun, but he probably what did eight songs maybe. Yeah, probably like a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. But it was good. It, it was, was good. fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I went. I
4: am. And it was I, in the hotel and the lobby was a who's who. Oh my Ooh. god. Yeah.
0: And then I walk by and I see Odell Beckham Jr. the 3rd. Now, I'm wondering, I was going to go up to him and say, "Hey, I'm uh, the outsider." Now, he probably wouldn't know who I am, but you know, I, he called me the outsider on social media. But I, I, I saw OBJ, and I thought, you know what? We're cool. I mean, I'm cool with him. I don't, I don't mind he called me the outsider. I was correct in what I reported, but uh, OBJ was there. Uh, Kardashian sighting or two. Justin Bieber sighting. Um, you know who's the, the backroom guys would be like, that's Chris Olave. And I'd go, I wouldn't know him if he had his jersey on.
4: Walking in the lobby at yeah. 4 a.m.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Marvin would be like, "Oh, that's such and such." I'd be like, "How do you know that?" <laughs> such a geek. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Paul.
5: Uh, I saw at the concert. Uh, Mark Sanchez walked up to me. He goes, "Hey,
0: man, I just want to say I
5: really had a sore throat. I couldn't make it on the show. Like, I, either he was acting or not. No, it was great. He came up and said he wanted to be on the show but he couldn't make it that day. Yeah, he stiffed us. He but was, his his throat was.
0: Yeah, thrashed. that's what he said to Fritzy. But you know what? He, you're a veteran. I mean, you got to prepare. You got to hold. You know, like. I didn't lose my voice. It's right there. It's still rich and thick. I mean, it's, every day the Super Bowl, Mark. What are you doing? Yeah, Mark.
4: He has boy band heavy, too. I saw Lance Bass yeah, in the lobby, Bass, yeah. and I took a picture with AJ from the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Lance
5: Bass had a crew
4: with him. A okay. crew. A
5: posse. You had the biggest entourage, though. I mean, you had probably but it wasn't an entourage. Probably thirteen dudes. It, uh, that's how I roll. <laughs> it was Brocchella, man. <laughs> that's that's how I roll.
0: Yeah, I, it was. There was thirteen dudes, bro. Yeah, I loved it. McLovin. Oh yeah, we saw yeah. McLovin. McLovin showed up. I'm like, all right, all right, McLovin. Yeah, but it was fun. I'm glad I went to Post Malone instead of you two because we were all together and it was a great way to end the week. We had a great week. We had a lot of fun and uh, just being there. On the on the floor with uh, everybody it was a lot of fun, yeah. Post Malone, a little White Iverson, you know, we're, we're good to go. He's got he's got songs like I didn't even know that was him. He got a lot. Right. Got, yeah, he got a lot of I was hits. like, man, I didn't even know that this was Post Malone song. There was one where I go, oh, that he sings yes. that, mm-hmm. and, and then I thought he was covering somebody, like Twenty One Savage or something. I'm like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. This,
3: I thought this was 21 Savage. Yeah, this is Post Malone. I, I, I'm sorry. I, mean, I never imagine you'd know Yeah, that. I, I thought this was Sway. Hold, hold on. Isn't this 21? Yeah. Wow, this is Post
5: Malone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul. He started the concert, and he was going to sing you know, before the Super Bowl. He's like, I'm blank and nervous, man. I'm really nervous about tomorrow. I've done the rehearsal. I'm really nervous.
0: And it was kind of yeah, cool. He was good. He was using F words with... Yeah, he was. And I said, we don't need the F word. Yeah. Kids, the kids at the club, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was like overemphasizing you were, something. You were offended. and I, I was. was.
4: Like, You're right, DP, because you never used those I words. I do not. Mm-mm.
0: I'm yelling at Marvin like I'd be like, why did he? He doesn't need to say that. You didn't say that on Pat McAfee either. Yeah, you said a curse word, and I it did. got a lot of attention. Yes, I did. It got a lot of attention. Yes. Um, when we come back, I'll talk about that. We were over at the media center, Radio Row. And uh, I'll tell you how I ended up on McAfee's show. We'll uh, take a break here. Mad Dog Russo will join us. Best and worst of the weekend. We'll get to those coming up as well. Operator Tyler standing by. And uh, we say good morning those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, our radio affiliates around the country. We say good morning as well. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show.
2: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Two NBA insiders podcasting
5: twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
4: All happening in only one place, This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and hearing. And chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The original light beer, 1975. Miller Light. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day. I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's, you can't debate it. I would try it with No, you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit millerlite.com/patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ninety-six calories per twelve ounces. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is.
1: Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Friday after our show was over, I had promised Cam Newton I'd go over and do his podcast, which meant you had to go to another hotel. It was Radio Row. And there's just, I don't know, hundreds of radio shows in there. And uh, we got done. And we were walking out. And Paulie goes, McAfee's over there. And I was looking around. I didn't realize he was doing his show on YouTube. And he goes, you should, you should just go on. I go, no. You know, somebody will shoot me. And ESPN's <laughs> not going to let me go on. He goes, no, no, it's on YouTube. And so there were, there were velvet ropes there. And then there was an opening. And then I just stood there and I go, I'm going. And McAfee's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I surprised him, as you might expect. And then uh, he gave me a microphone. We started talking a little bit there. And because uh, I said, oh, are we on ESPN? He goes, no. I said, because if we are, they're going to cut to commercial break. He goes, no, no. We're on YouTube. You you can curse. And I go, no, no, 40 years. no. He goes, come on, come on, come on. I said, no, no, come on. So I gave him one, and uh, that seemed to be a big deal. It went viral, as the kids like to say. Yes, Paul. I heard back from the people in the
5: ESPN PR department. They loved it. They loved that you
0: just walked on the set. There was no problem at all. Yeah, but they didn't love it if I went on ESPN. When he was on ESPN, it was on YouTube. All right. So they didn't really love it, love it. They are like, we loved it that you didn't go on when he was on ESPN and you went on, on his YouTube channel. Chris Mad Dog Russo, you'll find him on his uh, SiriusXM channel. It's called Mad Dog Radio. Also, High Heat on MLB Network. And yes, he's on First Take on ESPN. He knows what it's like to be part of that ESPN family that I, I let go of 17 years ago, Chris. How are you?
6: Hello there, Danny, and I missed you last week. I wanted to come by. You had an audience there and everything else. We couldn't work out the schedule. You know how much I enjoy coming on, and I missed it. So we make up for it today. How things going, okay?
0: Everything's good. Let me start with this. The 49ers would have won
6: if. I think the 49ers would have won the game if they did a little something about that interception in the third quarter. They had momentum. The game was 10-3. He throws the pick. They got a first down at the Kansas City 44-yard line. Even a field goal there going up by two scores, I think they may have won the game. I thought that was really an opportunity. Those three plays, they ran the ball, they threw the ball. They had a penalty, and they threw the ball constantly. Dan, did you know that they had the ball at 10-3 and 10-6? They ran six plays, and five of them were passing. Yeah, no. I probably would have run the ball a little bit. I think that is where they gave Mahomes a chance to hang in the game. And I think you and I have, you especially, we're, we're old. We've seen all these guys play. You give this kind of guy that kind of amount of time, he's going to eventually figure out how to beat you. And I think that's what kind of happened to San Francisco.
0: Do you look at Mahomes differently today?
6: No, I don't, Dan. You know, You know me. I said the last month or so, he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. And that includes Brady. I, that doesn't mean he had as better career as Brady, seven titles. But as far as just playing the game, I'm taking nobody but him. And that includes Montana, Unitas, Otto Graham, you name it. I think he's that good. And yesterday, he didn't have one drive. He had two drives. I mean, he had the one drive to tie it, and then he had another drive to win it. I mean, he, almost like he did Joe Montana against Cincinnati twice in the same game. A guy is an unbelievable player. Uh, he's he's the best quarterback that I again. I mean, I don't think I'm not anything you don't know. You want to argue that Brady's still better because he beat him twice head to head, seven championships to three. You could argue that. I'm not debating it. But as far as my thought process from a quarterback, from what I've seen, he's the best quarterback in no spots. I pick him. It'd be my guy if my life was on the line.
0: Yeah, he's the goat in waiting. He's in the on deck circle, and you you do have to acknowledge Brady's greatness over twenty years and you know seven Super Bowls that you end up winning. Half of his career, you're playing in the Super Bowl. But I'm I'm wondering about we acknowledged or anointed Tiger. He was the goat in waiting with Jack. I don't know how far into his career where we went. Uh oh, Jack, be careful with all your majors. I don't think we ever acknowledged LeBron. As the goat in waiting with Michael Jordan, did we?
6: No, we did not. That's a very good point. Now, LeBron, remember, also lost uh, a couple of NBA finals early in his career. You know, San Antonio beat him four straight times. No offense to LeBron, but that was – and then he had a bad series against Dallas. You remember that when he lost in six games at Nowitzki? Yeah. So it's a, you did all the – you know, you did all the uh, celebration stuff and everything so uh lebron got off to a little bit of a slow start in the finals compared to jordan jordan's first final against magic he won you know four or five years into his career so i mean it's a little different so right out of the gate he was working behind jordan tiger played great right out you know right away uh mahomes is only 28 years of age he's already won three uh you're right tiger stalled uh, part of it is his own you know injury his own issues I don't know if Mahomes no Mahomes can get hurt. Don't get me wrong. I mean, who knows? But I don't th- I think he's got his act together off the field where he's not gonna get in himself any trouble. I mean, you actually think he's not gonna win at least a couple of more of these things? I mean, they were talking about three Pete before the game was basically over <laughs> last night. They wanted that third one. Uh I think he, he may not get the seven. That's a hard number to get to, but I'm not evaluating this just on the amount of titles. I know you can. If that's the case, Russell is the best of all time So, uh, in basketball. I don't want to evaluate it quite on that level. I'm just evaluating at the peak of his career, I'd rather have him than Brady or Montana. Uh, Part of it's running, scrambling. Look at the way he scrambled last night in the fourth quarter uh, or in the overtime. He had two huge runs for 30 yards. One on fourth and one, he got an eight-yard run, and the other one he had a 17-yard run. and got him down to the 29-yard line. Um, I I love the way he plays. And I'll tell you right now, Dan, if you bet against him, you're going to lose. I bet against him against the Bills. I I should check that. I bet for him against the Bills. I bet on him against the Ravens. And I bet on him last night. Three times in a row, games could have gone either way. He was probably the difference in all three, especially in the first and the last. And, you know, you win, and he's just so – and the fact that they were not favored in this game, yeah. I mean, is ridiculous. I mean, I'm getting two points. How could he be getting two points in a Super Bowl? So I bet him and I won, thanks for me.
0: Situational football, he's as good as anybody I've ever seen. And that is, what do I need to do in this moment? And that is, you know, situational running. You're not known as a running quarterback. But it feels like we come away in these big games where we go, he kept the drive alive with his legs. Yeah. And and I thought he was more Brady-like this year than any other season because they didn't have a high-powered offense. He sort of was like, you know, we have to keep up with our defense. We have to score enough, you know, that, that our defense is really what is great. And if you didn't get him this year – when I thought that they were a vulnerable, a, a good team, but yes, absolutely vulnerable. Uh, you know, I I just wonder what it's going to be like. Uh, you know, in the next couple of years, and it, and it, we have a dynasty here. You know, in modern terminology, yes, this we do. This is a dynasty.
6: A hundred percent. You know, he had to win the extra playoff game this year in minus forty degree weather. He had to win two road playoff games. He hasn't had to do that before. Uh, I agree with you. He's He can be a game manager, what he wants to be, uh, which is important. And also think about this. He throws the interception in the early part of the third quarter. They've only scored three points. No big deal. He forgets about it. He goes right. I thought that, you know what, Danny? I did say the drive. That punt, that that fumbled punt yeah. was a huge play in the game. Yep. I mean, that's, And that's when the game got good. The game was awful. Yes, it was. Awful. <laughs> it was a terrible football game. Into that, punt. and then everything went nuts. You know, it was 10-6. There was nothing going on. There were eight negative plays, four piece, and then it hits the kid's leg. The kid doesn't fall on it. Chiefs automatically score, take the lead, and that is when that game became haywire. And that's what that game. <laughs> that's when it became dramatic. That period right there.
0: The Niners taking the ball to start overtime.
6: Yeah, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. Why? Well, Don't I- you think so?
0: Well, in the moment, I thought I I understood what the philosophy could be. I didn't know what Kyle Shanahan was thinking. It's, okay, we can put pressure on Mahomes. Hopefully our defense, worst case scenario, they kick a field goal. Now we can win the game with the third drive of overtime. So we have it, they have it, now we get it. Um, And then, but, you know, people are starting, like there seems to be this story that's evolving. Did the Niners understand overtime?
6: Well, uh, two things on that. First off, I forgot about the scenario, too, because it's the first time we've ever seen it. We've never seen this before. They haven't had an overtime in the suit. They had the one overtime, and in that scenario, both teams didn't get the ball. So I got a little confused. There were 12 seconds to go in the, fir- in the first overtime. I forgot that it just kind of ran in.
0: Yeah, but Shanahan yeah. was involved in the other overtime game. And
6: that's true, too. <laughs> he was involved in that. You know, the problem that I have with him, first off, yeah, I don't want to give Mahomes four downs. That's the first thing. Second thing is... It's like having a great closer, you're on the road, it's 2-2 in the ninth, and because the bottom of the lineup's up, you see if you can buy an inning and then use the closer when the heart of the order comes up in the bottom of the 10th. Let's get to the bottom of the 10th before you worry about the bottom. Let's, get, let's, get, let's make sure you get out of the ninth inning first. You might score 10 runs in the top of the 10th. Why do you sit there? You don't know if there's a third overtime that's going to be needed, a third possession. So why get wrapped up in it? Get the ball, uh, kick off, maybe on fourth and 10, he's got a punt, and he got a hell of a shot. And I don't want to give him that fourth down. And he did convert a fourth down on the scramble. Now, here's a good question. Let's say that was fourth and a yard, Kansas City's first possession at the 30-yard line. You think Reed punts or do you think he goes for it? Uh he probably goes for it, right? At Kansas City's thirty yard line? Well, the first, you know, that that when he went for it there it was like it was like at the thirty five yard line. The fourth and one where he got the eight yard, he scrambled for the eight. Yeah. That was a fourth down run in overtime. Let's say that's the first possession. Oh, okay. Does he punt? Or does he go for it? I
0: don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Andy would do there. He
6: has to go for it if he's down by three. Yes. You make them make a decision if it's their first possession, if mm. you put him in that spot.
0: Uh, Vegas as a Super Bowl city. What grade would you give the city?
6: Well, considering the fact, first off, the weather was awful, but, you know, that's not their fault. Um there's so much to do. Uh, you know, I went to U2. I heard you talking about that a minute or two ago. I love the sphere. Uh, you know, there's, there's plenty going on. Uh, my wife was with me. She went to the Mob Museum. Uh, Ferris wheel, the gondola. There's a million hotels. <laughs> you can't help but find a good restaurant. It's relatively compact, so it doesn't take you nine million hours to get somewhere. Allegiant is right there you know, in downtown, so that works out as well. I mean, I, I think very good. Listen, uh, the West Coast is harder. If you got to get up first thing in the morning, the travel's a little tricky for guys like you and me who live back on the East Coast, but that's, you know, it could be the other way for the folks who live on the West Coast if the game's in Atlanta. So, uh, you know, very, very good. I don't think there's anything. I mean, it's a lot of people that's going to be there anyway, so, it, not only do you have the Super Bowl crowd, you got a lot of other people to begin with. And I leave it to me to catch a bug. So, I have been under the weather since basically Friday morning. So, ha, uh, But when you sit on the tables and you play blackjack and try to draw a five against a 10 with the dealer sitting there with your 16, <laughs> you're liable to well, not feel good. So, there you go. But, yeah, hell of a spot. It sounds like you loved it too, right? From that standpoint, yeah.
0: I, I mean, I and, and I always tell my guys, nobody can play. You know, cares if the weather is not good. Like you're at the Super Bowl, make the best of it. And we were outside the whole time, where it was in the upper thirties, low forties when we were doing our show. In fact, Joe Montana came on, and he goes, "I didn't know you were outside." He didn't have a coat. I go, Joe. Wow. We're we're on the pool deck. What what part of did you think it was an indoor swimming pool? And I gave him – he was promoting pneumonia medicine while he's outside without a coat on. I went and got a blanket, and we covered up Joe Montana. Oh,
6: my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, And I, you're right about the cold. I always thought one of the most – one of the funnest Super Bowls they ever was at was Minneapolis. Great job. You know, snowmobiling. They prepared you for it. Everything was compact. Uh, you know, the hotel had an indoor basketball court. I mean, I always felt that that was one of the better ones, and it's cold there. So yeah, it's an X, and I was there twice, obviously. I was referring to the first time I was there. was there the second time, too. They have had two there. But, uh, yes, that's, a, uh, you know, the cold is part of the deal. Again, I went to the Golden Steer one night. place was jammed. How
0: great I is went, that did place? You, did, did you go or no? Yeah, I brought my wife. We sat in the Sinatra booth.
6: There you go. We were back in that room. I had 24 of them sitting there yeah. with the Sinatra stuff and yeah. everything else. Yeah. And CBS did a great job yesterday with its prelim because that My Way yeah. with the families, that was really good. You see, that was yeah. excellent.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um,
6: and the, the, and my, the CBS at 1 o'clock, the retrospective on his NFL today was Love good that
0: too. too. Love yes. that too. Once again, I, I, I brought this up to McAfee, uh, Jim Nance. I'll bring it up to you, Brent Musburger should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the Pete Rozelle Award for contributions to the game, and he's not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame.
6: He got it. He Did you hear Nance? Yes. He got it, he got it this year. He just got in.
0: No, he said we should get him in.
6: Oh, I thought he said he was no, in. No,
0: because I brought it up to Nance, and I said we got to get him into the the Hall of Fame, so he brought it up during the game.
6: Oh, I thought he meant the fact that he actually got the vote. No. No. How is he not in? I've said that a thousand times. That's the biggest disgrace in the world. Brent Musburger, who's covered the NFL since nineteen sixty-three and uh, put that NFL today on the map for fifteen years, and he doesn't have the Roselle Award. I was under the impression that man said it on no. the air that he got it. oh he did. And
0: it's a media award. He started the pregame show.
6: Absolutely right, Danny. Who got it this year?
0: I don't know. Uh, do you know who got it uh, this year, Pauly? I know Andrea Kramer's gotten it. Jim Nance has gotten it. Chris Job Barman up. might have gotten it. Uh, Job, Job Joe Buck. Joe Buck, I think. I mean, Brent Musburger started it all. And he was talking about gambling before anybody was talking about gambling. Although I thought maybe that was going to keep him out that the NFL – now they've embraced gambling. They should embrace Brent Musberg. Yes, Paul.
6: 100%. I thought he was in. Now you're telling me something no. different. Yeah. I thought Nancy Need was a campaign here.
2: His-
5: Yeah, in the past few it. years, uh, Dick Ebersol's gotten in, James Brown's gotten in, Tom Jackson, Al Michaels, Jim Nance a decade ago. How does James Brown get in doing the same job that Brent did, but he started this in the 60s? John Facenda on and on. John Madden, of course
0: many many more media people yeah okay so if you want to pick that up the crusade i
6: oh i'm going to pick it up and i've screamed about that before good job on your part i i was under the impression it is an absolute unmitigated disaster that they can't figure out a way to get brent in the hall of fame he is the nfl today and he is the pregame show yes case closed.
0: yes all right you're going to be fired up you're going to be fired up this afternoon
6: Oh, I got. It. If I can't do a talk show today, i uh, like you. I should quit if I can't get, <laughs> get on there today to talk for three hours. Like lunch. Thank you, buddy. Okay. Buddy.
0: Thank you, dog. That's Chris Mad Dog Russo, host of Mad Dog Unleashed on Sirius XM. You can see him on the Baseball Network, High Heat, and he's on uh, First Take, usually on Wednesdays with Stephen A. Smith. We'll come back. We will give you our best and worst of the weekend. More of your phone calls as well after this.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
2: Hi, checking in for...
1: Or the perfect table.
2: Hey, where are you? Coming!
1: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
3: Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you
1: made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American express terms apply. Learn more at americanexpresscom with Amex at bed. Three, six, five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League,
0: Lucas in Texas, best and worst of the weekend. Hi, Lucas.
2: Hey, good morning, Dan. How are you? Great.
0: What do you have for me?
2: Good.
1: Good. Hey, I don't have a worst, but my best, uh, y'all have already talked about him a little bit. Chris Jones, uh, just what an incredible, uh, what an incredible season. You know, going into this year, I I always said that uh, Aaron Judge had the best bet on himself season of anybody. But you know what? Because, uh, I mean, you know, he's been on a single, single year deal and goes and breaks a record, right? Uh, the home run record. But what Chris Jones did, I think he not only was the best player on a historic defense, I think he has solidified his Hall of Fame case. I mean, he's the best, most recognizable defensive player for three Super Bowl champion teams. And so, I mean, kudos to him. Just what, what a great year betting on yourself. He's earned every bit of accolade.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Lucas. He was in the shadow of Aaron Donald. And then it was like, well, you know, he's great, but he's not Aaron Donald. But I don't think he's going to be with the Chiefs next year because I think it's about the bag, as the kids like to say. He's won his Super Bowls. Now is when you go get paid. And I don't think that he was telling you, read between the lines, I'll take this one-year deal. Uh, you know, I, I'll suppress my ego here, and then I'm going to get the bag. Yeah, Pauline.
5: Chris Jones is 29 years old. He's got five straight Pro Bowls. He was second-team All-Pro twice. The past few years, he's been first-team All-Pro. And you know, Mm -hmm. like you said, he does it on the big stage, which usually a defensive tackle, it's hard to stand out. But the play on Josh Allen, he pushed the offensive lineman in the backfield, and Josh Allen couldn't step into it. That may have saved that game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Those are great points there. I mean, it's tough when you're looking at interior linemen, but he has performed well on a big stage. Yeah, Marv?
4: So does he need maybe about one more All Pro and maybe like two or three Pro Bowls? Well, the or do you think he's good now, like Pro Bowl, like first team, like not like an alternate, but he's a Pro Bowl starter or whatever? Yeah, this is quite the it's quite the start.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I I don't know. Does he stay with Kansas City? Because then you're guaranteed to playing in the postseason. Uh, Baker and Bozeman. Hey, Bake, what's on your mind? Morning, Danny. Hey, um, hey guys. Um, it, I actually have a best and a bestest from the weekend. So the best is when, when I, the Super Bowl comes down, and if I don't have a rooting interest, all I'm really rooting for is a really close-fought game, and ideally in overtime. And it's rare, but it happened again last night, and so I felt like the winner last night, just seeing what ended up being a fantastic ending.
2: Um, the bestest, and more importantly, really needs to be extended to not just the weekend, but the week. And
6: it's, it is a props to you. The Danettes, the backroom guys, both in Vegas as well as back in the Dan Cave, you know, as your fans, it's so fun to live vicariously through you guys when you
0: guys go on location, whether it's Pebble Beach or Vegas. It's just awesome, and so thanks to all of you guys for an amazing week last week. Well, thank you, Ben. Yeah, the backroom guys did a wonderful job. The big German was spectacular. Mario did a wonderful job, and and Seaton did a great job with the sponsors. We had so many moving parts there. And Fritzie did a great job as well, trying to, you know, navigate getting guests when we could get him in. And we were on at six in the morning, so you're trying to get people in Vegas who they might be coming in at six A. M., not going out at six AM to do our show. But to be able to get people to come by, um, you know. Cam Cam Newton came by at six in the morning. And I went, Okay. And he was great, by the way. So uh, Trent in Virginia. Hi, Trent. What's on your mind today?
4: Hey, Dan. So I have a combination, best and worst, which was uh, Tony Romo seeming to have a better call on, a uh, better handle on play calling than the 49ers coaches. It was just hilarious to me when Shanahan has to call a timeout because he hates Wilkes' play call. And Romo's right there saying, I don't know what Wilkes is calling. Why are you bringing pressure there? It's not what you do to Mahomes. And then same thing when he's just refusing to run the ball. Romo up there, why aren't you giving the ball to McCaffrey?
0: Yeah, I thought I thought Tony was a little more subdued and I and I mean that in a positive way. I, I don't think he was trying too hard. And I thought Jim Nance, certainly in the first half, was spectacular. He was just on it. And, you know, there's always gonna be, you know, hiccups there. Or you might say I mean it's happening right in front of you. And then, you know, it's live. And uh you know, did you get the call right? Even the little thing where McCaffrey catches the pass and then runs it in for a touchdown. And Tony is saying, oh, you know, it's in the air a long time. And then he gets it. And there was a small, small detail. One of the linemen for the the nine Niners, I don't know if it was 74. Yeah, 74. Spencer Buford, just a quick block. Just, he just gets a piece of the Kansas City Chiefs defensive back. And if he doesn't, The DB either makes the interception or blows up McCaffrey. It was such a small little detail there. But that's what we expect out of that. And I thought Tony had a good Super Bowl. And I thought there are going to be a lot of eyes on you, and there's going to be a lot of critics on you. And I think for the most part, came out unscathed, pretty much. And Jim Nance, I thought, did a wonderful job as well. Final hour on the way. God, two hours. That was quick. More phone calls. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. And he won a couple of Super Bowls. Steve Young will join us as well. We're back after this.
1: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms
3: apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.